ان الحمد لله نحمده تعالى ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار وبعد فيا ايها المسلمون الله سبحانه وتعالى هي سر هيز بوك ولله الاسماء الحسنى فادعوه بها indeed to allah belongs beautiful names therefore call upon him by them call upon allah via those beautiful names allah jalla wa ala he has informed us in his book and he has informed us via his noble prophet names of his beautiful names of his glorious names of his names unlike our names that indicate an attribute of allah we may have a name the name has a meaning but it doesn't necessarily mean that we ourselves are characterized with that meaning a person has a name the meaning of that name is generous but you find he himself he is stingy you have a woman she has a name the meaning of that name is friendly but she herself is unfriendly we have names but the meanings of those names it's not necessary that we are manifestations of that name however allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not only does he have a name beautiful names but those names likewise indicate a characteristic of allah those names they tell us about allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we and we have been commanded here in the aforementioned ayah to call upon allah subhanahu wa ta'ala via those names to seek closeness to allah at-tawassul to allah seeking nearness to allah via those names and among the names that allah jalla wa ala has named himself with is the name ash-shafi the name ash-shafi the one who cures he cures the sicknesses sicknesses 
of the hearts and sicknesses of the bodies. Sicknesses of the heart, such as the sickness of jealousy, the sickness of hatred, the sickness of having and holding others in evil thoughts and having evil suspicions concerning others, but having positive thoughts concerning oneself. These are the illnesses of the heart. Illnesses of the heart like shubuhat, doubts, fallacies, misconceptions, having incorrect understanding concerning what you're meant to believe in. Illnesses of the heart such as shahawat, desires, following your base desires. And likewise, Allah is shafi. He is the one that cures, cures the illnesses of the body. The illnesses of the body, ailments of the body, diseases of the body, maladies of the body. And our messenger Muhammad ibn Abdullah alayhi salatu wasalam, he himself made tawassal to Allah. He himself sought nearness to Allah via this name, curing himself, curing others via this name of his, Ashafi, the one who cures. Ummul Mu'minina Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, our mother, the mother of the believers, Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. She says in a narration that has been recorded in, a, in Imam al-Bukhari's al-Sahih, كان الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم يعوض بعض أهله يمسح يده اليمنى ويقول Allah's Messenger عليه الصلاة والسلام would treat some of his family members. He'd place his right hand upon them and then he would say اللهم رب الناس أذهب الباس واشفيه أنت الشافي لا شفاء إلا شفاءك he would place his hand upon the family member of his. And then he would say, Allahumma rabban nas. O Allah, the Rabb of the humans. The Lord of the humans. Rabb meaning creator, owner, and the one that maintains the thing that he is a Lord of. Allahumma rabban nas. O Allah, the Rabb. The Lord of all human beings, meaning you are the one that is the Lord of this sick person right now. Oh Allah, you are the Lord of this sick person. In your hands is his health, just as in your hands is his sickness. In his hands is his, is his prosperity. Just in your hands is his prosperity. Just as in your hands is his is his deterioration. In your hands, Ya Allah, is this person's life, is this person's death. In your hands, Ya Allah, is the life and the death and the health and the sickness of all of humankind. Allahumma rabban nas, O Allah, the Lord of all of humankind. Adhibil bas. Rid away, do away of the ailment. Of the sickness, of the disease. Why? Because nobody is able, in reality, to remove the disease, to cure this person, to cure any person other than you, subhanAllah. Nobody can remove the illness. Nobody can remove the disease. Nobody can remove that tumor. Nobody can remove that fever. Nobody can remove that cancer. Except for you, Ya Allah. 
Everything else is what? Nothing. Other than a means. Other than a cause. Other than a way via which the illness is removed. But the actual one that removes it is you, subhanAllah. The only one that will remove it is you. But the medicine, the painkiller, the paracetamol, the panadol, the calpol, the surgical procedure, the chemotherapy, all of these, they are like cogs in a piece of machinery. But you have to have someone that turns that machine on in order for it to operate, in order for that cog to process its operation. All of these matters, operations and medicines, they are nothing but means, but you are the one that brings about that means. You are the one that brings about the effect of that means. Allahumma rabban nas, adhib al-baas. Wallah, you are the Lord of all human beings. Remove the disease, remove the sickness. Washfihi wa anta shafi. And cure him. Because you are a shafi. You are the curer. Here now the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam is making the legislative tawassul. Tawassul al-mashroor. The legislative tawassul. The legislative seeking nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through a certain matter. He is seeking closeness to Allah jalla wa'az via this name of his. Why? Because calling upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to cure a certain ailment of yours via a name of his is an actual means by which a person can be cured. Just like paracetamol is. Just like cowpol is. Calling upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and asking him via a certain name of his to cure you, or to cure a family member of yours, or to cure someone else, is a means, is a cause via which a cure is brought about. Here the Messenger of Allah is making tawassal, for indeed the matters of tawassal, the means of tawassal, there are three. Nothing but three. That a person, he makes tawassal, tawassal to Allah. He seeks closeness to Allah via a name of his. Ya Allah, Ya Rahman, Irhamni, O oh, you who is the most merciful, have mercy upon me. Or a person makes tawassal to Allah through a deed of his, a righteous deed of his. You performed a certain deed. You now want something. You ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant you that thing via that action of yours. For example, O oh Allah, that action that I performed the other day, where I was good, and obedient to my parents. If I did that action sincerely for your sake, then grant me such and such. And the third means of making tawassul is going to a person that you consider to be righteous, that is alive, that is present, asking him to make dua, not going to a dead person in his grave, but going to a person that is alive, you consider him to be righteous, to make dua for you. These are the three legislative forms of tawassul. There is no other legislative form besides them. So here the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam, he makes tawassal to Allah via this name of his, Ashafi. Then he says, La shifa illa shifa'uk. After having said, O oh Allah, the Lord of human beings, take the malady away, take the disease away, cure him because you are the curer. He then says, La shifa illa shifa'uk. There is no cure except your cure. Reiterating what he already said before. Already before he said, 
Remove the cure because you are the only one that can remove the cure. He reiterates it again. La shifa illa shifa'uk. There is no cure except your cure. Why is this reiteration taking place? Because you want it to become established in your heart. You want it to become firmly embedded in your heart. Iman in your heart that there is no cure except the cure of Allah. No disease can be removed except by the leave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Shifa'an la yugadiru saqama. A cure that shall leave behind no ailment. Therefore, ya ibadallah, know that the cure, it only comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah jalla wa ala, he is the one that cures you. He is the one that cures your wives. He is the one that cures your children. He is the one that cures your beloved ones. He is the one that cures everybody and everything. As Ibrahim alayhi salatu wa salam, he said, وَالَّذِي هُوَ يُطْعِمُنِي وَيَسْقِينِ he said concerning Allah, He is the one that feeds me and makes me drink. And when I fall sick, then He is the one, Ya'ni Allah, that cures me. Notice one thing here. Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, he says, Allah is the one that feeds me. Allah is the one that allows me to drink. Allah is the one that cures me. But in order to eat, you have to get the food, do you not? And put the food in your mouth, do you not? In order to drink, in order to be given drink, you have to ob obtain the drink. Place it against your lips, your mouth, and drink it. I.e., Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, even though he has, even though he gets the food, and he eats the food, that does not negate his iman in the fact that Allah is the one that fed him. Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, even though he is the one that picks up the drink and drinks the drink, that doesn't negate his iman in the fact that Allah is the one that actually causes him to drink. In a similar fashion, you treating yourself with medicine, you getting the means, getting the causes, that will treat you, that will cure you, that doesn't negate having Iman in the fact that Allah Jalla wa'az, He is the one that in reality and ultimately is the one that is going to cure you from your illnesses. Rather, that is part and parcel of tawakkul. That is part and parcel of having trust and dependency upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because the haqiqah of tawakkul, the reality of tawakkul is what? The reality of tawakkul. اعتماد القلب على الله فيما ينفع العبد فيما ينفع العبد That the slave, he has dependency upon Allah. His heart becomes attached to Allah. Depending upon Allah. Relying upon Allah. Placing his trust in Allah in what will benefit him. In getting what will benefit him and keeping away from what will harm him. I.e. Tawakkul, having trust in Allah, is in your heart, depending upon Allah, in getting, getting, you getting what you think is going to benefit you. And you keeping away from what is going to harm you. I.e., in order for you to have trust in Allah, you have to get the thing that you think is going to benefit you. You have to physically keep away from the thing that is going to harm you. Just as Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, he ate, he drank. 
He takes medicine. But he knows that ultimately that cure, it lies in the hand of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that, for that reason, whoever makes ta'an in a dawa man ta'ana fi dawa ta'ana fi rasul whoever makes disparagement, criticizes medicine, criticizes surgical operation, criticizes any of the means by which a person can be cured, then in reality he's making ta'an. In reality, he's insulting, criticizing, disparaging the Messenger of Allah For indeed the Messenger, he himself, he said in the hadith recorded by Imam Muslim from Jabir anhu, he said, لِكُلِّ دَاءٍ For every single disease, there is a cure. The Messenger, he himself would treat himself, treat his family members with dawa, with medicine to such an extent that Imam Ibn Al-Qayyim rahimahullah ta'ala he has a whole section in his book Zad al-Ma'ad dedicated to At-Tib al-Nabawi, dedicated to prophetic medicine. However, when a person takes the means, takes the causes in order to cure himself, he needs to bear in mind three things. Number one, that you do not treat yourself except with a sabab, except with a means that has been established to be an actual cure shar'an or qadran that a person does not treat himself with a cure except either shar'an or qadran it's been established that it is a medicine either in the legislative texts or via what Allah has decreed via medicinal experience a person doesn't cure himself except for example with honey why? Because honey has been established to be an actual cure via legislative texts or something via medicine, med medicinal experience. The doctors, via their research, they have come to the conclusion that this particular painkiller, this particular herb, this particular drug, it will cure you. That's the first thing. That it's established that this thing is a cure. You want to cure a headache by eating mud, soil, even though it's not been established to be a cure, you're wasting your time. Number two, that you do not rely upon the actual suburb, the actual means itself, but rather you place your trust, of, uh, trust upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because that is just a means by, by which you're going to be cured. And that leads us to the third thing, that regardless of how many and how powerful and how strong the medicine the operations, the asbab, the means and the causes that you take to cure yourself are regardless of how many they are and regardless of how powerful they are you should know and have it firmly ingrained in your heart that that medicine, that that cause is tied to the qadr and the qada of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it's tied to the will, to the preordainment and the decree of Allah jalla wa az and that if Allah wills He could take away that property, that component that is found in that medicine and thus you're not cured. The one that placed the property of cure in a paracetamol, for example, or in chemotherapy, for example, or in any herbal remedy, for example, is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He can take that property away. If Allah wants, He could cause the rain that falls down to become salty and thus we can't drink from it. The ground doesn't benefit from it. If Allah wants, He could take away the property of heat 
from the blazing sun and thus we are rendered in a state of of coldness Allah Jalla wa ala, he is the one that placed the properties and the components in those asbab in those causes via which we are cured for that reason you may find two two men person a and person b person a and person b both have the same illness person a and person b both have the same type of physical disposition person a and person b both of them are cured by the same medicine from the same hospital or doctor or or uh, place of medicine place of treatment however you find person a he gets cured person b he doesn't get cured he passes away why how because regardless of how strong and powerful those medicines may be regardless of how many by statistics how many people have been cured by that medicine that medicine cannot take effect except and after Allah gives leave Allah gives permission for that cause to take effect Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulihil kareem Nabiyyina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in Wa ba'd Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he said in his book وَنُنَزِّلُ مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ مَا هُوَ شِفَاءٌ وَرَحْمَةٌ لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ Indeed we have revealed and we have revealed from the Qur'an that which is a cure and a mercy for the believers indicating by way of that that the Qur'an not only is it a cure for the sicknesses of our heart but likewise the Qur'an is also a shifa a cure for our bodily ailments for bodily sicknesses, a temperature, a fever, being struck, uh, stung by poison, and so on and so forth. The Qur'an is likewise a cure for these matters. However, for the Qur'an to be a cure and that cure to take effect, it must be the case that the Raqi, the one that is performing that Ruqya, the one that is reciting that Qur'an upon the sick person, he has to be he has to believe and he has to have certainty that this recitation, that this, uh, these ayat that he's reciting from the book of Allah, that these ayat, that this kalam of Allah, this speech of Allah is an actual cure for physical ailments. And likewise, secondly, that the one upon whom the Qur'an, the ayat is being are being recited, the one upon whom the ruqya is being performed, he likewise has to believe, he likewise has to be firm, he likewise has to be sure that the ayat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala al-Qur'aniyya that they are a cure for physical ailment. You can't be reciting those ayat as a ruqya and thinking, let me try, let me just test it out, let's see if it works or not. No, it's a condition that you are firm in your belief, you have certainty that this ruqya, that these ayat, they are a cure and likewise the one upon whom the Qur'an is being recited. سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك أشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت استغفرك وأتوب إليك وصلى الله على نبينا محمد والحمد لله رب العالمين